You are now listening to The Widehorn Project. Welcome back to The Widehorn Project. As always, your hosts, Dylan and Alec, bringing you the best in podcast content. Alec, let's go, baby. Let, let's get it. Let's get it. We're going to have a great episode tonight. Ha- I already feel the energy's ha- up there. Hell yeah, dude. I'm feeling the energy. I'm feeling the vibes. I'm going to jump right in the quote. So this is a great one. If any of you out there have seen a Bronx tale before, this is a classic. The saddest thing in life is wasted talent. Okay. We'll let it sit. Saddest thing in life is wasted talent. I disagree. I don't think that. The, All right, Dylan, tell us why. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think that the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. I think the saddest thing in life is not giving effort, because I think talent is one of those things where it's like you're born yeah. with it or you're not. And I, I get where he's coming from with the quote. That's you know, it's really sad to see somebody who has so much potential at something give up. Mm-hmm. But that to me, you know, that doesn't really compute in my head because what if you're really talented at something but you don't have the passion for it? Yeah. What if you don't want to right. pursue it? What if, what if it's it's something that you're just really good at because genetics or God gave you that opportunity and that ability, but it just doesn't make your doesn't set your soul on fire. You know, it doesn't get you up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that mm-hmm. a lot of people too probably have the pressure of just being really good at stuff, but not actually having any desire to pursue it or go into it. And that to me does not make it the saddest thing in life, wasting that ability. Mm-hmm. I think it's sadder to not follow what, what you're passionate about and not give effort to the things yeah. that are important. Yeah, I think there's some validity to it in this sense of like, okay, maybe you're good at something, so you should give the world your talents, mm-hmm. right? So don't deprive the world of what you could give the world, bless the world with. But I do understand where you're coming from on that maybe not being the saddest thing in life is it the saddest thing in life is that the yeah quote? the saddest thing in life is is wasted mm-hmm. talent i would say honestly <clears throat> maybe the saddest thing in life is is um maybe not being happy with yourself yeah i think that's probably at the core of of all of it maybe i i think only because it's like if you're not happy with yourself then you can't be happy doing anything that you like so i think it's looking internally being self-aware mm-hmm. and then once you're comfortable and once you're good with that i mean and that's a practice too i mean not everybody can just do that on a whim that's you know a lot of judgment out there or a lot of haters but i mean is what it is but definitely yeah i don't know i think you can argue too like towards your point you you can argue that not using your talents or, or realizing your full potential could lead you to not being happy or having a as fulfilled of a life as you probably would want so I could see the mm-hmm. other side of it. But I think for me, when I just hear about like the saddest thing in life being the wasted talent, it's I think that, that they have the right idea, but they're just talking about the wrong the wrong like subject. It's not talent. Yeah. Like they're, they're it's just I don't know. When I think about it more um, carefully and, and I really try to break it down, I look at my own life, I'm like, ah, there's some things mm-hmm. I feel that I'm talented at, but I just don't have the passion to pursue it. You know, I don't know. Is there anything yeah. in your life that you know that you're, you're good at or somebody has told you you're talented, but you just, you're not into it? Yeah. I mean, like I like music a lot and I think a lot of people know that, like, especially some of our, our, our fans that are listening, some of my close friends typically, you know, already know that I went to school for music for two years, studied classical music. I was really good at reading like music score and like actually being able to like make my voice work in the way that would work in like a good group of singers. I fucking hated it, dude. It was like the worst Mm -hmm. and I still enjoy music, but maybe, maybe the quote should definitely, or because we're not going to change the quote, but if the saddest thing in life is wasted talent, maybe the saddest thing in life is wasted 
pursuit of a talent you enjoy, you know, like, because I definitely agree with you. I mean, I think we're both talented at other things that we would rather pursue. I mean, but just because we didn't pursue one part of our talents, does yeah. that make us bad people or sad? I mean, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Well, I like, but I do think it, it does make you think a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a good quote. <clears throat> yeah. And I like, yeah. I like to think too, that there's, you know, human beings are complex. You like to think that everybody has a multitude of talents and that given the mm-hmm. opportunity, you'll, nurture those talents and allow them to grow into something that's amazing. And and that's my hope for everybody is that, you know, even if it's just one thing, you become really good at it and that leads you to a fulfilling life. But I just, when I think about this, this quote and it echoes in my head, like the saddest thing in life Mm. is wasted talent. I I understand it, but I don't know. I, I think I've gone through such a personal journey myself and looked at all the things in my life that I could have pursued or Um, might want to pursue and it's often the things that i'm not so good at are not naturally gifted that are interesting to Mm me Uh, and i think so i think that there's a line there and that could be a good or a bad thing what are your thoughts on pursuing things that maybe aren't your talents um well i think it's we've talked about that before too it's like trying things and Mm -hmm. seeing what you're good at um pursuing things that are not your talents i mean it's not wasted time you know you feel out you meet good people you you learn new skill sets maybe you're not the greatest at it but at least you enjoy it (sighs) it's a tough one that makes you think you're kind of you're kind of laying a bomb on this one because it's typically we choose quotes that we uh we agree with or we Mm -hmm. resonate with we think are funny uh we relate to i actually i don't think i've seen the full bronx tale or even the any part of, I can't remember unless I was really really young what can you remind me the premise yeah, of it for sure so basically this this neighborhood kid he gets like brought mm-hmm. under the wing of like the neighborhood or local like mafia and he starts off yeah. as like an errand boy and then he's doing all these things but he's a really good kid at heart he doesn't he doesn't yeah. fit the nature of the the mafia basically and his father is like a really you know blue collar worker um, by the book doesn't want him rubbing elbows and who's the actor it's it well <laughs> so it's like a no-name guy is the main character but chaz palminteri is the guy who is like the mafia dude who takes him under his yeah. wing but de niro i believe de niro, if i'm not getting this yeah. wrong i hope not but i'm pretty sure de niro is the father of the boy. No, we can fact check so that. So he's the one that's – that. I think he works at like the post office or he's like a, a truck, like a delivery worker, something along those lines. But it's honest work. So the underlying mm-hmm. trope of the movie too is that there's like this duality, like this battle between two guys that on the surface can be similar. They're Italians, they're New York mm-hmm. guys. But they come Gleeds. from like two different – yeah, <laughs> they come from two different worlds. And so a lot of it is that that dual psychology of like right versus wrong, what's considered mm-hmm. honest work and not. And one of the quotes th- that he gives to the kid, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Chaz Palminteri that says it. He, you know, he says the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. And it might be his father that says that and I could be totally fucking this up. But I'm pretty sure that – I know the quotes from the yeah. movie. Um, <clears throat> but I just – it I don't know. When I heard it the first time, it really struck a chord with me and I know a lot of other people – that have used yeah. that quote in the past. It was a classic like Facebook status back in like 2011, yeah. <laughs> 2012 when we were like in that phase of life. So yeah, I thought it, I don't know why it kind of reminded me of like some kind of like New York Yankees baseball mm-hmm. movie, but I don't know. I think I'm just thinking of Bronx Bombers and all that. Shit. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely yeah. there's definitely overlap there. But no, the movie is really good, and I like the quote too. Um, among a lot of other quotes that are said in the movie, because mm-hmm. it, it's like anything else. I think a good movie has a really good underlying thematic 
trope mm-hmm. that resonates mm-hmm. with you and if the acting is good and the story is good then it's it becomes memorable and i pretty it's like a cult yeah. classic that movie so you should definitely yeah. go watch it if you haven't seen especially it. especially if de niro's in it too i mean de niro's good and everything I, I heard okay let's talk a little off topic did de niro become like an asshole recently is he like a nice guy is he a bad guy i thought i heard stuff in the news recently that he was like kind of a douche he, am i wrong he's always been a little bit of a stooge i'm pretty sure it's hard because yeah. a lot of times especially him he's very politically active so if you don't sit that's what I was, yeah. Okay. So if you don't sit on his side of the aisle in terms of politics, then naturally you're gonna think okay. a little bit because he's outspoken. That's maybe what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, he is pretty outspoken. I think maybe I just saw him shooting shots at certain things. But regardless, that's besides the point. We talk about a lot of things here on the line. Yeah. Project. But but um, no, that's good, Dill. I like that quote. I think um, I'm starting to sweat, man. If, <laughs> if you're not watching the YouTube right now, we're wearing uh, fur coats. We're, we're feeling it tonight. We're, we're having a good time. We're enjoying it. Um, yeah, and I got you. Yeah, I, I got us started with the heavy hitting quote, the one that really makes you think. Because I, I want to let loose in in, yeah, in the already. second episode for this upcoming week, and I, I want to make sure everybody uh-huh. is feeling the love, feeling the energy. But this one, just mm-hmm. I, you know, I was walking to the train this morning. I had to go to the RMV to do some stupid shit for my car. Let me tell you, government. Oh, yeah. Appreciate everybody who works in it. If your parents work in it, God bless. The fucking government, especially state stuff. I hate going to the DMV or the RMV. You, you say DMV? What's the RMV? It's a registry of motor vehicles. It's like the poor man's DMV. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. It's what they Ugh. called in mass. <laughs> God, that sounds terrible. Yeah. That sounds like, oh, God, I would never. Actually, it's funny you said that. I was at Trader Joe's earlier today. I was talking a lady about the DMV. I still do not have a California license. How funny is that? I did, it's probably illegal by now. I haven't had a Massachusetts <laughs> license for three plus years. I just did it this week. So I'm just as yeah. illegal and as we, you are. So we got to get the real ID. Is that the? I wish maybe maybe a listener can fact check us, but apparently we have to get the real ID this year. So, anyways, we're not we're not a podcast on real ID. If you but. yeah, I'll do a quick little synopsis on this because I've been reading a shit ton of government literature. Basically, you need that real ID if you're trying to travel domestically in the U.S. Um, otherwise, if you have a non-real ID, which is not federally recognizable, mm-hmm. you can't. You need a passport. So that goes right. into effect so, soon, I think next year. So I'm sure the government's going to give everybody a free pass on getting this ID, right? Everybody should get this ID for free. We would agree on that? No. When yeah, right. does the, gov- when does the government ever give you anything for free, bro? There's How no- fucking crazy is that? Didn't, didn't some- We're going to change the rules, but by the way, you got to pay for <laughs> yeah. it. Didn't somebody ever tell you that there's no such thing as a free lunch? Why would you think the government would be any different, bro? It is the- I don't know. The lunch lady back in uh, middle school, she was, we were on good terms. She would give me some free slices of pizza, buffalo chicken days. But yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, man, heavy hitting quote, heavy hitting day, heavy hitting jacket on, sweating a little bit over here, but... That's what I do best. So, so. I got another question for you off this quote. Sure. And it was something yeah. that to me was just yeah, interesting lie to take, yeah. so to speak. So we, we were talking about talent, right? We're talking about mm-hmm. pursuing things, you know, saddest thing in life being wasted talent. I disagree. Yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. When you're looking at your life and all the things that you've tried and, and all the efforts that you've made to kind of improve at things that maybe you're not so good at, um, what is something – that you wish that you could pursue or that you wish that you were more talented at inherently because you enjoyed and you think it'd be easier. Mm. Is there anything that comes to mind? Yeah, I, I loved playing basketball growing up, but I was absolutely trash at it, dude. I loved it. I never made any, like, all-star team or, like, any, like, you know, like, baseball is a different story. I was pretty good at baseball growing up, but basketball, I was garbaggio, dude, and I wish I, wish I had the talents for it because I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Um, I used to play bitty basketball. Mm-hmm. 
Did you play? You ever played Biddy? Saltonary, Biddy that? basketball. I remember. I, Saltonary. I, yeah. I never played bas. I played one year of basketball when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. and I was horrendous. I think I had twelve career points across like twelve, 12 <laughs> games. I think I had twelve <laughs> career points across twelve years of basketball. <laughs> exactly. No, I, and I um I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily short, but I also wasn't tall. I hit my growth mm-hmm. spurt like probably freshman, sophomore year. So I'm I'm just yeah. under six feet, but you damn well believe I put six feet on my fucking license, bro, <laughs> when mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. changed it out. Yeah. But no, I never yeah. had, I was never a height gifted. Um, I was athletic and I could jump, but yeah, when you're if you're mm-hmm. not tall, you know it's it makes that sport a little bit more yeah. difficult, I think. Yeah, no, definitely not on the tall side either. So that's yeah, well, <laughs> but that maybe maybe I wish I was talented on the tall on yeah. the tall side. Too. I do. Yeah, I was gonna but, say if you, the genie's granting you wishes to be a basketball yeah. star, you're asking for another foot of height. I'm, I bet. Yeah, we'll ask another or two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, that's, all right. So let's 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 flip the situation here. Was there something specific growing up that you maybe had in mind, or even if you know, think on the spot right here? Is there something that? you wish you had the talents for that you liked pursuing that you didn't really pursue because the talent wasn't necessarily there? Yeah, I wish I had more of a talent. Well, okay, so this is kind of a double-edged sword, and of course me complicating the answer. That's that's my sure, MO. always, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, so I think um, at, like acting and stage and theater stuff, I think mm-hmm. you, you you were always kind of low-key. I'm, I'm going to blow a little steam up your ass right now, but sure. I always admired that you were really into the theater shit and that like you always you. participated in that stuff because it's something I don't think I had the self-confidence or even like the backing I I was, I was kind of always an athlete growing up, but mm-hmm. as I've gotten mm-hmm. older, I feel like that just would have been a fun experience to like do plays and yeah. do things like that. So, you know, I don't, I don't want to necessarily say that I didn't have the talent because I, I never really, I don't know. Um, sure. But it's definitely something that I don't think I gravitated towards naturally and that affected my my thought process on pursuing it. And I, and I look back mm-hmm. at it now and I'm like, ah, there's a lot of things in my life that being a little bit more recluse prevented me from doing, but theater and, and having the backbone to go out there. I used to shit my pants before I'd go out on stage and do those like little, <laughs> little like holiday concerts that they'd made you do. Uh-huh. Like I'm the, I was the kid that was like puking in the fucking bathroom at six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. Cause I was so nervous. Um, so yeah. I could never imagine going on stage and doing anything longer. Yeah. So, I think I was lucky because I started doing this stuff. I mean, like, I wasn't, like, nervous when I was younger. I think, like, that's the benefit of doing things while you're young. But um, for some reason, I just – I wasn't nervous. I, I enjoyed being in front of the crowd. Like, I got, like, excitement out of it. And I think that because I did it while I was young, by the time I got older, like, I was like, oh, like, now I can, like, really, like, enjoy it and, like, practice this craft. I still – actually – I think acting is something that I would still want to pursue yeah. one day, you know, kind of like back pocket idea, you know, got my career here doing things, but you know, on the weekends, you know, if I got to do a quick casting call, whatever <laughs> it might be, I'll, I'll show up, I'll make a couple hundred bucks, but yeah, no, that's something I would still definitely want to pursue. And it, and you do, do get a lot of shit for it. Um, especially being a guy, especially being somebody who like plays sports too, yeah. you know, definitely something that like I encountered a lot, uh, but I, you know, never let it affect me. There was definitely times where like I questioned it and yeah. you know. But, you know, listen to the haters. The haters are haters. Absolutely. No, and I appreciate that gusto and just being very, like, into your thing and not letting anybody derail you. And I guess that's that's really kind of the driving point behind, like, my answer is it's like – you know, when I when I look at situations in my life and other things that I ha- I haven't yet to experience, I've been very 
neglectful of um, opportunities and not giving it even mm-hmm. a, fa- a fair go because I've been concerned. I, and I, I've had this like dream and anybody who knows me well would know that there was a period of time in college where I was like desperately trying to get on reality TV. Still might, <laughs> still might low key because I feel like that. Quick, quick plug, yeah, Bachelor yeah, Nation if you're listening. On, yeah, don't tell my girlfriend that. Um, but no, yeah. I, so for me <laughs> though, I always, I don't know, as I got older, I got more comfortable speaking and my personality started to emerge because I was very, I consider myself like a late bloomer in, in terms of that. You know, I just mm. think that if I could go back and do it all over and change some things, like maybe I could have put myself in a different position. I might have been able to explore some different things. And I don't know, reality TV is hilarious and it's, it's enough, it's equal parts acting as it is real life. So I feel like I, mm. it'd be a good way to like bridge the gap. I, I'm not talking about full blown actor, but it'd be pretty funny to get on some scripted shit on TV and just let loose. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe this podcast will turn yeah. into one day something more. But uh, that's, I think that's a good place for us to stop. Guys, thanks for listening. You know where to listen. It's always Spotify, Apple Music, and SoundCloud, our three little platforms. Hey, appreciate you guys always. Thanks for tuning in. Horn Gang, you're making this thing happen. Episode 15, we're out. Take care.